This is the Out of Time Film Podcast, where your hosts, Tom and John, discuss everything from blockbuster films to TV and games like there's no tomorrow. Hello and welcome to the Outstanding Film Podcast. My name is Tom and as always I'm joined with my co-host John and this week we're talking about Barbie. Woo! Yeah! It's funny that we got round to Barbie but we haven't done Oppenheimer just in this timeline yet but the cinema that we went to, it was so packed, like so many It was insane! You saw people who were dressing up pink for Barbie. I didn't see any Oppenheimer people who were, you know, wearing, like, some dark clothes. Me neither, but I did. I watched them both on the same day, and I did a costume change. I had, like, black jeans and, like, a blue shirt for Oppenheimer, and then, like, and then I I switched the shirt for a pink shirt for Barbie. Oh, that's cool. I wish there was a costume change that I did. But funny enough, my dad, he had this action hero, G.I., I don't know what it was, but he brought it to the cinema, and then he was like, can I bring this doll just to pose it on the seat? To, to watching Barbie, I was like, oh, okay. And did you see That's that amazing. massive? Did you see that massive Barbie? Um, the kind of uh, like the balloon structure. Yeah, the yeah. Structure, yeah. It was really like this movie is going to be huge. Like already, it seems to be making a lot of money, and obviously, it's had a huge marketing push online. And the cinema that I was in. It was so many different kinds of people, different demographics. You know, it was kind of people our age. There were teens there. There were little kids. There were older people. And everyone seemed to be having a really, really great time. So Barbie, full spoilers ahead for anyone who hasn't seen it. Briefly explain the plot for those who don't know. Okay, so Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives in the colorful and seemingly perfect world of Barbie land. However, when they get the chance to go to the real world, they soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans. Okay, so it's interesting that that's the synopsis because that's very much what you see in the trailer, but the movie itself, I thought it would be mostly in the real world, but it's kind of not. The real world segment is only like half an hour in the middle of the movie. We really do spend most of the time in Barbie land, and that came as a surprise to me. Yeah, and this film was just... I just couldn't believe, you know, what I was watching and it was just amazing of like, as you said, it was set in Barbieland and Barbieland had a lot of amazing sets. It was just like very surprising. They brought in new concepts of existentialism in Barbie. You know, it's just like very deep. You get to choose one life and what would you do with that one life? The cast was just so good. Ryan Gosling. Oh my God. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Can we just say that he was just so good in this film? He was singing as well. I mean, he sang in La La Land, but in this one, he had like this musical number and this whole song was just about Ken. Like, <laughs> I'm just Ken. And it's like, oh my God, he fully went into this. I just loved how he was so fully committed into making this character. And I can tell that they had so much fun on set making this film. Greta Gerwig, like, she made back-to-back-to-back movies, you know, with Lady Bird, The Women, and now this, it's just like, wow, she really fully brought in some really cool concepts into this film. Yeah, no, she absolutely just, her filmography is incredible, and I think this one really has a beautiful wit 
to it like it's a funny movie and I think Ken is a perfect example it's so (laughs) ridiculous and all the different Kens having this collective existential crisis of who they are in relation to themselves and the idea that Ken discovers the patriarchy while in the real world and he's like wow this is great whereas Barbie's like this is horrible and the contrast to that and I think the movie really works on so many different levels and I just loved how unashamed they were to be full-on Barbie to not really shy away from any of like there's a lot of deep cut references to the law with Alan and Midge and all the different kind of variants of Barbie and that was so that was so cool and like even like Mattel like this movie is literally made by Mattel and yet they poke fun at themselves at every junction and I really really enjoyed that because that was great like (laughs) from the trailer I expected it to be very similar to the Lego movie with a big business tycoon (laughs) and you know obviously like you've got the difference between like the play world and the real world and in many ways it is kind of like that but they spin yeah. it because Will Ferrell as the head of Barbie is just like a big softy who obviously only cares about the money but it's also like I want little girls to have their dreams and I love that that's not like the main antagonistic force the main antagonistic force is just the moral questioning of who you yeah. are that was really fun and the fact that it all comes down to all the Kens having a fight which then turns into a musical number where they're all dancing and, and they all realize yeah they're all beaching off incredible oh my god and i just loved how they brought in so many silly moments you know from the barbie law with the musical number with the kens and it's funny that they brought in the idea of like what happened to these kens in, into this barbie land you know where is ken and you know there's this arc for ryan gosling as ken and he wants to be with barbie but he wants to you know impress barbie but then it goes into very very dark way of like a patriarchy and he's like like, you know, looking into toxic masculinity, exploring the real world, and then he just teaches them at Barbie Land, and it gets corrupted as well, but I just thought it was just really funny, like, how that depiction of masculinity was, like, depicted so well into the Barbie Land in a very toxic way. You know, like, social media, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, it was just, like, how kind of brainwashing it was, you know, like, for the real world into that, and I just thought it was just so funny. They probably go into, like, the dude bro aspect of it and everyone's like very like you know comically stereotypically like there's like oh yeah we love horses we love cars and we love sports (laughs) and we love we love teaching women how to play sports and also like we we love explaining godfather Yeah, exactly. You don't know the Godfather? (laughs) Well, 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 let me explain it to you during the movie. It's like, it's so so uh, funny. Coppola made this movie at the studio (laughs) system in the 70s. (laughs) Yeah, there's a really good joke when one of the Barbies who wrote a book, like, she comes out of, like, her trance and she's like, suddenly I was super interested in the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. And that's just, like, really, like, you know, when you see that fandom and when you see, like, you know, all the stuff. Oh, my God. And the way that they act, it it really plays on that really, really cleverly. And I think playing up the ridiculousness of that was amazing like the film is super ridiculous throughout and i really really loved that but at the same time it manages to retain the emotions of stuff like you've got to give it to Greta Gerwig and Noah yeah. Baumbach because they wrote it together but just like there's a scene where Barbie is just sitting on a bench and she just sees people playing at the park and just having a good time and she just sheds a tear and she sees this woman sat next to her and she says, you, you, you are beautiful. And the woman says, I know it. 
And it was such a poignant moment, such a beautiful moment. And that moment would not be out of place as a climax to a movie, as an emotional climax. But Greta Gerwig is so good at what she does that it's not even the climax. It comes in like the first third of the movie. That was really, really fantastic. And I thought that they balanced those two things really well. Yeah, as you said, they really brought in the emotions. And I really like the end with the emotion with the creator of Mattel, Ruth. She tells Barbie about like what she wants to do with the rest of her life, what it means to be human. And I thought that was just a great existential crisis, you know, to explore for the rest of the film. And that moment, as you were talking about, Barbie experienced this emotion, you know, like how humans are living in this world. And she really sees that. It's funny when, you know, you got Margot Robbie who's having an existential crisis and then Ryan Gosling, who's just like boasting his Patreon. <laughs> power and it's just like a complete opposite for the beginning of the film which is so funny and I love at the beginning of the film with the song you know like describing Barbie's day-to-day life yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's just great you know seeing that you know it was staying up Ken's character arc and Barbie you know like she's kind of sick of this day-to-day life but she wants to find out what it is and then she finds out that she's having thoughts of death and it's like, oh my God, it's just getting existential. And I just love it. It's just great, you know, seeing that concept, you know, bringing in and like thinking about like, what are these Barbies anyway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's something that I didn't know I wanted from a Barbie movie. It's like, I never considered that, yeah, what if the Barbies were sad? And what if we genuinely consider through the lens of Barbie, a role of women in our society? Like that's really, really great. And there's this narrator throughout who will keep on like, saying like things and and that again is a perfect kind of way to frame it all in this kind of magical fairy tale-esque but also make it funny and make it work with the themes like that's a really great bit where she's like note to directors using margot robbie for this for this scene where she's supposed to be like ugly and like blotchy is like it's a terrible idea because margot robbie is literally (laughs) flawless that was just great and i thought that was all these elements they really do work well and again like there's that moment at the end when you just see like a montage of women of mothers and daughters and that was that was that hit that hit man that was really great like as the emotional climax of the movie that was so because i think in many ways it is about mothers and daughters and you know ruth is a mother to all the barbies and all of the barbies in a way see themselves as mothers to societies and to the girls who play with them and obviously there's the mother and daughter in the movie themselves who go to the barbie world like all of this all comes together to kind of make these overarching themes about parenthood and about the role of a woman and you know what they can be and i thought that was really really great i think like if i were to criticize a little bit the motions didn't hit as hard for me I think the things that I have wrong with this movie are literally just subjective. Like, it wasn't consistently funny for me, and it wasn't consistently emotional. I think I think sometimes those scenes didn't hit, and I think that's literally just down to the fact that it was hitting so many different levels of emotion and so many different levels of comedy that some of it went over my head, unfortunately. But at the same time, you have things like the 2001 scene at the beginning, oh, which is j- literally like, that. that's, that's like handcrafted for me. Like, that was perfect. I thought that was... Um, amazing and they yeah. even do the match cut with the baby flying in there like <laughs> the whole time i was like do the match cut do the match cut and it's like yeah it was like almost if they've made it for just like people who just love films this movie's a 12a you know it's a pg-13 in america it's not for little little kids i mean they can go and see it but like there are a lot of things that that would go over their head and that work yeah. just for people older and i very much appreciated that it's funny because i think i was like 
because this was the packed cinema, I was watching the opening scene. I just couldn't stop laughing of like how amazing it was just to see a 2001 remake of a scene, you know, into Barbie. And I think I was like the only person laughing. And I was like, oh my God, this is so great. And everyone was so invested. I was just like, this is 2001, guys. This is actually, yeah, it was just great seeing that, you know, this is, I think this film, you know, is also for moviegoers as well. It's not shying away from different moments of film. Yeah, I just really loved Ryan Gosling all the way through. Yeah, I thought he was just the most funniest character and he had the most funny scenes. He really brought out the emotions as Ken. He had the energy. And there's some great interviews where Ryan Gosling is just like talking about how he got into Ken. There's a great story about um, he was walking, I think he was talking to Greta, and then he walked out of the back garden, and then he saw a Ken lying face down next to a lemon, and he was like, Greta, for this story, I must be Ken, I want to be your Ken. (laughs) And I just, yeah, again, I thought he was just fully committed into this story, which is so funny. Yeah, and the cast, the cast was so stacked. I mean, Michael Cera, Will Ferrell, Kingsley, Benedict. John Cena. Yeah, John Cena appeared in the yeah. film. It was just so good. He was just as the Ken mermaid. I think Dua Lipa was the Barbie mermaid. Yeah, yeah, the Barbie mermaid, yeah. It was mad going from Oppenheimer, in which there are so many people, and there were so many times that I was like, oh my god, it's this person, it's that person, wow, and like, <laughs> it was the once per time in Hollywood meme, I was just pointing at the screen constantly like, wow! Oh my god, oh, I think that was us in Babylon, I think that was us when yeah, we were watching exactly. Babylon. It's, it, it's very, very similar, and Barbie was that again, <laughs> it's just so many people in these movies, and the star and power that they have, the Anne Hathaway? Yeah. Is she... Okay, okay, okay. We've got to talk about like how Google tries to, you know, add in these cast lists for films. And I just feel like I'm getting. That's why every every week you're like, this person's in it. And it's like, no, it's like Google will put somebody on the cast list for whatever reason and not take them off when they're not actually in the movie. Yeah. And it doesn't have a character name or anything. Leaper is there and John Cena, but they don't have a a credit name. Where's the name of the mermaid? (laughs) It's all just Barbie. Where's the character? Ken's the, the, name. Only Ryan Gosling got Ken. I feel like that's kind of unfair. Where's Ken? Justice for Ken? Justice for Ken. I loved all the discontinued ones as well. Yeah, I was about like, to say that. There's this like that. great scene, yeah. like with like there's one who's a sugar daddy, and it's Rob Brydon of all people, <laughs> and like, that was that got a big laugh in my theater. This is yeah, sugar, obviously. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is sugar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sugar and I'm her daddy. Like, what's what's wrong with that? Like, that's just so funny. <laughs> there's so many really really great yeah. little things, and, and again, then... they go deep into the Barbie lore. That's awesome. Alan was just the best. Yeah, he was just so good. I mean, Michael Sarah. it's just funny that he always plays an awkward guy in films. I mean, I mean have you seen Michael Sarah in a badass character in a movie or something? I mean, you got Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I mean, like, in a fully, like, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> like, he's, like, this hero. He plays the awkward very, very well. Like, Alan is great. But there's also a scene where Alan beats up a load of other Kens. Oh, which yeah. Which I thought was amazing. He's got that power. And there was a really good joke about, like, once they figure out how to build a wall across and not just up they're gonna wall everything <laughs> off which is great again i felt like that was maybe even a meta commentary on like donald trump like oh yeah th- th- the there's so many different yeah there are just yeah, so many yeah, different yeah. like layers to the whole movie it really yeah. was so many yeah. layers yeah as yeah well. just 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 like you know just like benoit blanc it's like i love the metaphor of the onion 
it's like the glass <laughs> onion like that's what it felt like it, it was just like so much went into it and again yeah, you know, yeah the only things that didn't sit well with me were purely just subjective purely times when i just wasn't laughing or i wasn't feeling the true emotions of it yeah. all but i mean really this is a feat like we've had 30 animated barbie movies and you know 30 th- yeah right and they're not even like lauded or anything like you know i have friends who like them but it's not like they're like considered like the greatest of cinema but to then have this movie which basically comes out of nowhere and is such a hit the opening weekend isn't even over yet but it's doing very well it's on track to have the best domestic opening of the year and that's very very good this movie could even there, break there a, a billion beat. yeah like you know there's not really much coming out after this that the, the people are going to want to see in in droves so genuinely this movie could break a billion i think it could do it like it's going to be very very popular and i think that's going to be really great for cinema as well like, as you say the cinema was packed where we are and you know they had it all decorated and everyone was wearing pink like th- that that's that's something very unique i've never seen people dressed up that much apart from like star wars movies so oh, the, the, yeah. this is going to have like a cultural impact and you know as cinemas are packed you will hear like the buzzing noise of people you know excited before going to the cinema and one random thing you know like when cinemas are packed you will hear some people right so when it was the scene when Barbie said, Hey guys, do you think about dying? And then the whole cinema was silent until one person, I don't know who it was, one person in the back says, Yeah, I do. Oh my god. I was like, oh. I guess someone's got to check on that person. Are they okay? Um, it was like way back in the audience. And I was just yeah. like, oh, Everyone was so silent. And <laughs> one person just says, Yeah, I, I do. I'm like, Okay. Um... That person's literally on the edge. They're struggling to find a reason to continue. And they're like, you know what? I'll go and see Barbie. Maybe it will help me in my struggles. And then it's like, you ever think about death? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. It's just, that's great. That's awesome. We had, we had a lot of kids like right next to us who were, like constantly using their phone torches and playing with their Barbies. And I was torn between wanting to tell them to get off their phones and watch the movie. And also I was like, ah, kids are playing with Barbie. That's sweet. But it's like, I was definitely getting annoyed at them. There was loads of people in the cinema that I was in on the phones. Like, <sighs> so people like on Instagram... Why were they looking at Instagram in the middle Listen, of the film? I'm, and then I'm there were so for... many people taking pictures of the title <sighs> card. I was like, yep. I saw that too. I had that too. I'm just like, listen. What's the point? I'm, I'm, what is I'm, the I'm, point? <laughs> you can get it on digital and show it like, hey guys, I'm watching Barbie. I'm like, you don't need to put it like, on okay, Snapchat. Like... Oh, no one it, cares. It, oh, it's so it's so <laughs> like literally it's like I'm happy for the cinema to have so much attention. I'm happy for people to go, but seriously, what is the point if you're just gonna be on your like oh no, I understand exactly what you mean. Like just take a picture of the poster outside at least. Like come on, if that's hey guys, what you want to do. Seated for like, Barbie. Or like people on Twitter or Instagram, they'd say it's now seated. Like, yeah right uh, watching the film that is hey people know what you're gonna watch that's before the movie so that's fine yeah, but yeah. like in the middle like when i was walking back from oppenheimer again it was a pretty full cinema and we were walking back and there was somebody in front who decided to just stop so you know we couldn't move just to take a picture of the credits and i'm just like dude we're trying to leave the cinema here there's a lot of people like come on have in a bit of mid- respect while... nah now, why would you? I feel like I feel like this is d- just d- devolved into us complaining about people at the cinema. Like, like oh, oh, and another days. thing, I hate the people who talk through the beginning of the movie. Exactly, they were whispering. 
they were whispering like, but is this opening? And then I was laughing like a maniac, like, oh my God, I know this. I know this opening. <laughs> there was like pictures that were just taken across the film, like, oh my God, it's, it's Ryan Gosling or, you know, there's other things. And then at least he wasn't loud enough for people who were talking. I just don't know why it's got really bad for, you know, cinema goes. But at least cinema is kind of coming back, you know, with like Barbie or something like that. It's like assuming that it's going to be a hit, you know, it's bringing people back to the cinema. I feel like, you know, Oppenheimer, when I was trying to book tickets to see Oppenheimer, there were so many cinemas that were so full and it was so satisfying to see. I was like, yes, cinemas (laughs) back. back. We're, we're so back. back yeah no absolutely and I, you know that that's worth more than anything and i feel like having all of this and you know even seeing people in the cinemas watching trailers and realizing oh this is out or that's out and oh i want to see that like it's all just amazing to see and hopefully it yeah. can continue to be a, a booming industry yeah barbie yeah go see it <laughs> yeah amazing um, I love the promotion for Barbie as well. I thought it was just fantastic for like, you know, introducing Barbie. There was one like says, if you love Barbie, see this. But if you hate Barbie, also see this. I thought it was just great. It's for older audiences and like, I thought it was just a really good film. And Ryan Gosling, I hope he gets uh, an Oscar this year for supporting <laughs> actor. Cause... I mean, hey, he's, you know, he was so delightful. He deserves it. He deserves it. Like Ken. In Ken, we trust. And can we trust? Um, I'm gonna listen to that Ken song. I am oh, just yes. Ken. Oh my god! I don't know what else to say about the film. I well, what, okay, it. right. What are you gonna give it out of ten? I'm gonna give it eight out of ten. Yeah, I agree. I was really happy with it. Yeah, a lot of people said like it was life changing or like it was so good. Yeah, it's it's a banger. Yeah, go go watch. Yeah, I wouldn't. Barbie. I wouldn't yeah. say I wouldn't say life changing. Yes, but it was it was great. And and you know, in terms of the whole Barbenheimer thing, I know that you haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, but I would say yes. that Oppenheimer is much better. Now that that's what I'm coming to see. Oh, like as 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 great okay. as great as Barbie was, I'm very excited for you to see Oppenheimer. But that will be next week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you liked it and listening on YouTube, you can give us a like and subscribe if you want to see more. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can follow and give us a five-star review if you think we're worthy. And next week, as I say, we're doing Oppenheimer, which is the second part of Barbenheimer event. It's going to be so great. I loved it. I jumped out of my skin at least twice. That's going to be awesome. And you can send us an email at alfstimefilmpod at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on Oppenheimer and ask us any questions and we'll answer it right here on the podcast next week. And you can follow us on Instagram at alfstimefilmpod to see our incredible thumbnails from Zayn Axel, on Twitter for more thoughts from me, and on TikTok to see edited clips, which are also on Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts. And you can also find links to all that in the description below. Thanks to Al Jones Mayer for the excellent theme and Ronan Phillips vocals, as always. And I think that's everything. Yeah, that's everything. Take what you're given. Give nothing back. Goodbye. Goodbye. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, God, that was awesome stuff. You haven't um, stopped recording. Oh, shit. <laughs>